I'm Marjo from Helsinki. This is the Rorschach Georgia update from the 11th of May, 2023. Quick summary of what's going down in Georgia. Start with news from the occupied territories. On Thursday, the 4th, the State Security Service confirmed the release of two Georgian citizens illegally detained by Russian occupation forces on Sunday, the 30th, near the village of Dvani in Kareli municipality. On Friday, the 5th, the so-called Supreme Court of Abkhazia sentenced Christine Takalanze, a Georgian citizen from the village of Nabakevi in Gali district, where ethnic Georgians are the majority, to 10 years and six months in prison on charges of spying for the Georgian intelligence services. Abkhazia's security service released a propaganda video claiming the evidence, but it only presented a Georgian passport, a banking card, and a piece of paper listing medicines. Speaking of Russia igniting political division in Georgia, on Monday the 8th, Vasil Gogoladze, one of the members of the pro-Russian party Alt-Info, tore down the Ukrainian flag in Vake Park and uploaded a video on different social media platforms calling on Georgians to do the same. 2018, police arrested him for verbally insulting public defender Nino Lomjadia. This time, the Ministry of Internal Affairs launched an investigation. Woohoo! If Vasil Gogoladze is found guilty, there will be a 1,000 lati or about 400 U.S. dollars fine for desecrating the flag or coat of arms of a state with which Georgia has diplomatic relations. According to the ambassador of Ukraine to Georgia, Andrei Kasyanov, what happens was totally inadmissible, and he has informed the Ministry of Foreign Affairs of Ukraine. More on Russian-Georgian relations. On Wednesday the 10th, Russian President Vladimir Putin lifted the ban on visa regime and flights to Georgia for Russian airlines. The document states that from Monday the 15th, citizens of Georgia can enter the Russian Federation without a visa on the basis of valid identity documents, travel passport, and will have, uh, will have to leave the Federation using the same transport that they took to enter Russia. Well, Georgian Dream, or Otsneva's foreign policy of do not annoy, meaning not taking a more active political stance on criticizing Russia's war in Ukraine um, and following various other orders, has paid off. Salome, uh, President Salome Zudabashvili called the move a Russian provocation and completely unacceptable as Russia continues the war in Ukraine and occupies 23% of Georgian territories. Moreover, she requested that the Georgian government hold a Security Council meeting to address the possibility of implementing visa requirements for Russian citizens. On the other hand, Archil Talakvadze, a member of Otsneba, said that the European Union's decision to delay Georgia's candidate status was the main reason that, quote, led to the activation of the Russian Federation and the decisions that are taking place today. Huh? Finally, Irakli Kobachidze, head of Otsneba party, said that Georgia won't sanction Russia as such a decision would harm Georgia more than Russia. On Monday the 8th, USAID Information Integrity Program, in collaboration with the Caucasus Research Resource Center, or CRC, published the results of the audience research conducted in Georgia. According to polls, the March demonstrations have boosted support for, the, for EU integration among the population, particularly young generation and Tbilisi residents. 55% of those surveyed want to enter the EU for economic reasons, while 33% want Georgia to be an EU member state because they want to improve their quality of life. 43% of those of the surveyed population state that Otsneba has failed to meet the EU requirements, while only 25% believe the party actively fulfilled them. When asked about the crucial EU recommendations for achieving EU candidacy, respondents identified four top priorities, ending political polarization, ensuring fair elections, guaranteeing an independent judiciary, and eliminating oligarchy. Regarding elections, 
On Monday the 8th, Otsneba initiated a draft that gives the chairman of parliament the prerogative to select candidates for chairmanship of the Central Elections Commission, or CEC, and the seven members of the commission and present them to parliament instead of the president doing that. According to non-governmental organization Georgian Young Lawyers Association, uh, regarding the changes, the ruling party, quote, continues to adapt the legislation to party interests and reduces the independence of the CEC, end quote. The opposition described the initiative as a blatant disregard for 12 recommendations and decisions of the Venice Commission. However, Otsneba members accuse the opposition of impeding the election of the CEC chairman and say the current law has flaws. On Wednesday, the 10th, President Salome Zurbashvili said that she would veto the initiative because the candidates from a single party, meaning Osneba, would not contribute to Georgia's interests or European integration. Moving on to the BBC investigation of former Defense Minister Dato Kesarashvili and his alleged involvement in a fraudulent scheme with call centers. On Friday the 5th, the investigative department of the finance ministry searched a location on Agmashenabeli Avenue to combat fraudulent call center scams. They sealed off the building and seized equipment after receiving a tip-off. Reports suggest that David Arakamia, a Ukrainian lawmaker of Georgian descent and opposition politician Georgi Vashadze, have direct connections to the business. Vashadze had shares of a hotel that underwent a police search in the same building and a call center scam that was taking place. Georgia recently celebrated Europe Day over the weekend from Saturday the 6th to Sunday the 7th. The government administration organized the event to showcase the culture, cuisine, and traditions of both Spain and Sweden. The festivities ended with a performance by a Swedish folk singer. EU Ambassador Pavel Gerchinski said the majority of the population widely supports obtaining candidate status. Also. On Saturday the 6th, Orthodox Christians in Georgia celebrated one of the most important days in the country's religious calendar, St. George's Day, or Giorgoba. Orthodox Georgians hold a special place for St. George as a martyr for Christian values and protector of the country. On Tuesday the 9th, Prime Minister Irakli Kharabashvili congratulated war veterans on Victory Day over Nazi Germany. He then answered journalist questions and took the opportunity to criticize the opposition and called them unsuccessful and bankrupt while emphasizing the importance of traditional values, just like his speech last week at CPAC. Also, on Tuesday, the 9th, President Salome Zurabashvili organized an event in front of presidential residency or Beliani Palace to celebrate Europe Day. Apart from her official speech, in which she mentioned the importance of Georgia's European path, the event included a concert in which famous Georgian singers took part, including a dancing show by the National Ballet. However, the event caused some discussion for many years. There's been a debate in Georgia about the appropriate day to celebrate Victory Day over Nazism. Should it be on the 8th, as in line with Europe, or on the 9th, the way Russia does? This is heated up this time around, particularly after the invasion of Ukraine. On to economic social stuff. On Friday the 5th, Prime Minister Yudakli Gharabashvili announced the beginning of a new housing project in Tbilisi that will provide accommodation for uh, 1,000 uh, police officers. According to the report, the project will cost 125 million lati, around 50 million U.S. dollars. Kharibashvili said that police officers will receive flats at symbolic prices after the construction is finished in about two years. On Monday the 8th, according to Galton Taggart reports, tourism revenues amounted to a little over 1 billion U.S. dollars, almost an 80 percent increase compared to the same period last year. And with some good news, on Wednesday the 10th, the Monetary Policy Committee of the National Bank of Georgia decreased the refinancing rate by half a percent, ending up with a rate of 10.5%. The National Bank reduced inflation rates 
due to decrease in the prices of imported products leading to lower inflation. Also, as a result, 179,000 consumers will pay less interest on their loans. And that's it for this week. Check our website over there. You can find more about us, how to contact us, support us. Link in the show notes. Nachmandis. Nachmandis.